Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. You're about to listen to another great show on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. To listen to other shows just like this, go to foureyedradio.com. Like our show, Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast. Where we talk everything and anything about Pokemon. Learn something new. Like, did you know that every Pokemon card is misprinted on the back? The ball centerpiece opens on the wrong side. (laughs) What? I'm going to have to check that out. But yeah, you can learn stuff like that, which I just learned right now. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. I swear... And I swear by the moon. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> for better or worse. No. <laughs> uh, just had the first uh, condo showing today. That was. Oh, yeah. Some younger guy, he saw my setup and was like, Are you a streamer? Are you a gamer? I was like, No, I'm a podcaster. He's like, oh, yeah, the new, uh, the classic WoW is coming out. I was like, yep. You're like, yep, I don't care. How about we get out of my office and you see the rest of the place with the realtor and get the hell out of here. This should be fun. This will be a lot of fun. Yeah. After we talk about the death of two Ranger actors, but then then it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Let's just not talk about it too much, though. Oh, we don't have to. I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm not going to dwell on it. Don't want to be a a Barry Downer. (laughs) Instead of a Debbie Downer, a Barry Downer. I don't think that worked. God, I hope you're still not recording. (laughs) I am. I don't think that worked, Derek. (laughs) (laughs) I like how I make myself sound like an ass in our bloopers so <laughs> i'm the one editing the thing and did you do your chapstick ritual ap oh i did not oh my god thank you for reminding me see <laughs> it's been so long <laughs> see that's that's what i'm here for and now on ranger command power hour aye, 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 aye. it's the ranger command power hour Today on the Power Hour, Extra Episode 51, Rangers Answer Anything Within Reason 2019. Recorded on May 29th, 2019. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Summon a ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as Trekkie B47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Juan S., Doug F., Bo H., Tyler W., Eric D., Steve F., Sean V., Christopher M., Liz M., Craig M., Arnold O., Derek G., Teresa B., and Jacob P. for supporting us this month. Thank you to all of our amazing patrons who have been with us for the whole time and some of our newer ones like craig mm-hmm. i think that's it takes two to toku so big thanks to him for supporting us as a new patron yeah. so hey 
Hey. 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 So we're doing, uh, this isn't the final episode. This is, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys, we all quit. <laughs> it just feels like the final episode for a while. Yeah. So we've been giving you guys plenty of warning on, uh, sorry, to- um, my cat's about to Febreze herself, which is not good. Um, give me a second. Sure. If your cat needs a good Febreze, go to <laughs> patreon.com slash rangercommandph. We're going to add the will Febreze your cat option uh, as a as a level. We're not doing any We're of that. We're not doing any of that. <laughs> I'm just vamping. Yep, I swear to God, my cat cool. almost Febrezed herself. And you think, okay, so I had a bottle that? of Febreze yeah. on the table. Yeah. Um, She knocked it off the table first. Um. And then she started playing with the trigger. Oh, like, Lord. Like, at it. Oh, God. And I'm pretty sure it's, like, not, like, might be slightly toxic to cats. Like, I know pets are supposed to, like, clean themselves, but that's just <laughs> ridiculous. I know. Like, ugh. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. We've let all of our listeners know that the past couple episodes that this would be happening so definitely for the month of june there will not be any ranger command power hour episodes but we'll still be posting on social media we'll be retweeting the news you can still add us with anything i'm gonna find some content to keep our instagram going so there'll still be stuff happening it's just you won't have a podcast to listen to good opportunity to go back and listen to our old episodes though Exactly. And we got that new episode list tab. You can Mm -hmm. find a whole backlog of over 190 episodes. Hiatus happening in June. So we'll go into the news a bit. First off, uh, we just want to acknowledge uh, something that happened in the Ranger actor community. Pua Magasiva, who played Shane Clark in Power Rangers Ninja Storm. He passed away on May 11th, earlier this month. Uh, We'll have some uh, links to some tributes and stuff. They said there was no suspicious circumstances, and there was a private funeral with his uh, family and close friends, and uh, there were some great tributes uh, from his castmates on Ninja Storm. I guess because of New Zealand press laws or something, there's some kind of change where they can't say if something is a suicide or not, but uh, there were some suicide hotline links and stuff at the end of his article. So, I mean, we're not going to assume anything. It's just a really unfortunate passing. He was 38. He was two years older than me and i was stunned when i found out i know that weekend i definitely watched some ninja storm episodes and did like a mini marathon and he was a really great red ranger and just based on because i was following his instagram for a while that was really his only uh social media that he regularly posted to and anytime i came across one of his posts he was just like super genuine funny he was always traveling with his family doing some really amazing stuff just someone that was really like full of life and humor and seemed like a really great guy overall so i don't know if you guys have any fond memories of ninja storm or if you interacted with him at all 
never interacted with him, unfortunately, um, yeah. which is an absolute shame because mm-hmm. he seemed so, like you said, just genuine and sincere about life and about his work. Ninja Storm, I caught the tail end of that series. I'd say mm-hmm. the last maybe five or so episodes because that's when I was kind of just getting back into Power Rangers. Of course, I went back and, and watched more of the season mm-hmm. later on. And he was a great Red Ranger, and he was, you know, it's it's a shame that we lost him, and he is absolutely going to be missed. Yeah. I'm just going to, like, echo with Zach said. Mm-hmm. Never really had a chance to interact with him, but from what I've seen, just other people talking about him and mm-hmm. all these, like, tributes from his co-stars on uh, all the stuff he's worked on, he seemed like a really great guy. It's a tragedy. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess Stephanie, Sapphire Steffi, she was talking with him, and I guess he really wanted to make it out to the U.S. convention scene at some point. But he definitely knew that there was a lot of love for him in Ranger Nation. And when I got back into the franchise with with Dino Thunder, my first exposure to the Ninja Storm cast was the Dino Thunder team-up that they had, Thunderstorm. When I saw that team up, I'm like, wow, what is this team? This is fantastic. Uh, Just because it was such a great team up. So Mm -hmm. he was just super talented actor. And we wish his family uh, our deepest condolences and definitely hope he rests in peace. Yeah. And then I guess someone else found out that it didn't make a lot of waves, but I guess back in on November 20th of 2018 of last year, Grant McFarlane also passed away and he was uh, Sensei and Lothor in Ninja Storm. And he was also in Samurai as one of the Samurai masters. He also passed away. I guess it didn't make a lot of waves in, in the news or, or anything, uh, but still a pretty big loss in the Ranger fandom. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, I think Lothor is one of the most hilarious and well-written villains in, in all of the franchise. I think Ninja Storm overall was like a great season. Yeah. That entire cast and just the overall product Mm -hmm. was great. And not that losing someone from a less great season would be better, I guess. It's just that a lot of people in Ranger Nation have fond memories of that season Mm -hmm. is what I'm getting at. So it hurts a little, Mm -hmm. a little more. Especially because that was what kicked off the the transition to New Zealand It kicked off the Disney era and all the beautiful scenery that they shot for that series. Just the forest, the the beaches, all of that stuff was really fresh and new to Power Ranger fans. And I think that's why that season stands out so much. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't watched uh, Ninja Storm, definitely give it a shot. It's a little bit kooky and, and crazy at times, but... It's one of the good ones. It's one of the good ones. And I was catching humor that I was like, whoa, that that kind of went over my head when I watched it when it was originally airing. There was one line I, I watched in my rewatch, like Lothor was like, I, I need closers, like I need villains that are closers. And that's like the whole 
Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross movie, quote, sellers or closers, that, that kind of thing. So I was like, wow, that was a deep cut of a line. And I mean, <laughs> it just goes to show Doug Sloan and, and Ann Austin were just great producers and, and mm-hmm. writers as well. So definitely a major loss, but we're going to move on. So in other news, there is a crossover happening that was filmed for Beast Morphers with the Dino Charge cast. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm super psyched. So psyched. Yeah, and (laughs) we don't know if it's a full crossover, but these uh, this was first reported uh, from uh, PowerRanger.com and we'll link to it. Uh, But someone on Facebook, they have the original source, so the photos were shared with permission. And this person took photos from far away, and we see Vivix, we see Putties, we see um, the, what are those other things called? The The Tronics? No, not the Tronics, the ones from Dino Thunder, not... Oh, uh, no, not the Tyranodrones. Right. I got I can't think of what those things were the called. The putrids? Were they Oh gosh. You know what? I, it's gonna bug me until I look it up. Somebody no, Google I, it. I'm, Somebody I'm, Google it. I'm looking <laughs> Googling as fast as my fingers will take me. God, we're such bad Power Ranger fans. <laughs> right. <sighs> can't remember the second tier foot soldier from Triptoids. Triptoids. Yes. The Triptoids. So there was putties. The white and black triptoids and also the Vivix. I was really excited to see the putties in these pictures. Yeah. And so you see the uh, Dino Charge red, black, blue, and gold fighting all of these foot soldiers from across the season. So it's about to get wild. I'm looking forward to it. I guess Riley was stuck on the farm. <laughs> 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 Kendall's too busy being mayor. <laughs> but yeah, if you go if you go to PowerRanger.com, uh, they give a breakdown because like Brennan Mejia, yeah, he was there for a convention, but he stayed for like three weeks. Uh Yoshi was in New Zealand. Uh James Davies lives in New Zealand. There were some pictures flowing around there, and then uh Davi Santos was also in New Zealand and he posted some pictures of a beach that was like the exact same image of one that Christina Ho, uh who plays Betty on Beast Morphers did. So I don't know, they were hanging out and we got these pictures now, so something's happening. Mm-hmm. Very interesting indeed. Yes. So I am definitely looking forward to whatever they have planned. We need to do like a commentary. A commentary. Yes. Yeah. We will definitely do all of that. Yes. And also, Turbo, a Power Rangers movie Blu-ray, is coming out in July. And the bonus features were just announced from Shout Factory. So... There's going to be an original featurette, the theatrical trailer. There's going to be a feature called Ranger Tales, a look back at Turbo a Power Rangers movie with members of the cast, uh, which is new for this Blu-ray. So cool. I'm definitely excited about it. I just got the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Blu-ray uh, in the mail the other day. Uh, it's officially out on June 3rd. But Shout Factory likes to ship their stuff early. 
So I haven't broken it out yet, but I have a Blu-ray. It's going to be in great quality, and I can't wait to rewatch those. Maybe not, not so much Turbo, um, because, <laughs> man, that was rough. Um, but I'm definitely <laughs> looking forward to the bonus feature. I just like to have it in the best quality possible. Right? Yeah. Whenever there's a Power Rangers Blu-ray anything, even Samurai, I got that first season Blu-ray because even if the quality of the show isn't great, man, that footage looks freaking amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mean you don't want Lara go in 1080p? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh god i'm getting like horrible flashbacks <laughs> all right so uh yeah definitely look for that uh coming out in july you can get it at amazon and also a course direct from shout factory i'm really excited to have now all three movies on blu-ray even the 2017 one i've got multiple versions of that <laughs> <laughs> So now we're going to do and ask us anything. Uh, we put out the call on social media. And as always, our listeners, our followers definitely uh, responded in, in full force. I've kind of organized the questions a bit uh, to make it flow better. First off, from Adam at Little Adam 87, he says, I don't have a question. Just wanted to send well wishes to the three of you and hope things go smoothly during the hiatus. I and many others will eagerly await your return. Thank you, Adam. Adam's good people. When I met him at uh, Morphicon, dude's just solid. Like, thank you, man. Thank you for the support. Adam is a great guy. Super into the fandom. uh, Just really nice and genuine guy all the way around uh definitely hung out a lot with him at pmc and uh i was next to him in line when we were getting uh, rj kyler's uh autograph so we were in line for maybe a solid hour and a half or two hours and uh it was just great like getting to know him and just hanging out so uh thanks adam for all the support and uh we can't wait to come back as well so thank you so much shoot hold on i forgot to add one more question <laughs> it was it was a good one okay sorry this is totally unprofessional of me we're professionals well <laughs> i like i like to think that we are sometimes <laughs> i mean we're pretty professional in our in our interviews that are we, we do. now <laughs> <laughs> we are. There's been some nasty outtakes that no one has heard. And no one ever will. Yep. <laughs> but wait, what do you mean nasty? Terrible. Nasty synonym. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I'm using yeah. it as a synonym, not as like gross or vulgar. Okay. Just... Thank you. Thank you for the clarification. Yes. <laughs> uh, AP, if you want to read the next one. We're just moving into the specific questions about the podcast. All right. And uh, Steve F at Hit People Guy said, how did you turn your hobby into a podcast and something that's lasted so long? I mean, you just kind of did it like you, you just woke did up it. one day and just said, hey, let's do a podcast. And that's that's it. Like, yeah, it's as simple as, as saying, hey, I'm going to do the thing and then just doing the thing. Like you can't worry at the beginning whether or not you're going right. to have listeners, whether or not you're going to be able to, you know, put out 
a show on a you know on a, on a set schedule you just do the thing yeah and it's like our patreon kind of started as not a joke but like i don't think we were really expecting oh no much out of it at all and then people started donating and that was wild and then um we did that after a year of podcasting yeah yeah so we did that like once we got our foot in the door you know, I realized, hey, I wonder, you know, we, we have great listeners. If uh, people want to pay for some bonus stuff or early access. And so, yeah, we didn't just like create the podcast. We're like, we're going to make money. Like, um, we don't make money off this. No, <laughs> no, no. We, don't. we do not no. make money off this. We don't we, get perks. We don't really get anything. So. Yeah. And like, <laughs> we really give it all back to to the listeners that support us. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Whether that's, you know, contests or uh, stickers, which I have to work on, which is something I can do during the hiatus. But to give uh, Steve a little bit more of, of a little bit of backstory, I was actually doing like the uh, Starfleet Escape podcast maybe a year and a half to two years before I started Ranger Command. And that was all through like I was just a guest co-host on that i was doing that with uh my friend aaron gallo god i've known since i started on twitter in 2008 so i would i just guested on his podcast for uh, his first couple of episodes and then just became a regular co-host and that's how i started getting interested into podcasting like I liked being on on his podcast and I liked listening to podcasts for a very long time. And, you know, this is a way for me to kind of do the radio thing without being on radio. So just that one day of like me tweeting out, hey, maybe I should just do a Power Rangers podcast. It was because I had already learned a bit of the process of how Aaron did it. Like I really got bit by the bug when he let me just take one episode completely over edit it from start to finish and i was like wow this is a skill that i really want to put to use and you know thankfully and and we've said the history of the show you know many times before but you know if you're new it's always good to hear this but yeah just tweeting it out on a whim because at the time there wasn't really a lot of regular content for ranger podcasts out there Um, especially ones that weren't like, Hey, we're going to watch every episode and comment on every episode. And I wanted to do something different and, you know, planning it out with AP and Zach and, but how we kept it lasting so long though. Oh, to answer that part, we turned, turned the hobby into the podcast because Eric decided to do it on a whim. Yeah. But it lasted so long because we're friends, you know? Yeah. And also, I, th- I think we're motivated because people are listening to it. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's just continued to grow. Yeah. It's like we keep it going because of our great listeners. And also, it's just fun to like talk about something you like with your friends. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's how it all started. It started as, hey, we want to do this thing where we talk about, you know, the thing we love. And just from there, it has just ballooned into this, mm-hmm. this you know, lasting show that has so many amazing people who support us and listen to us, you know, every time we release an episode. Mm-hmm. And it's it's nothing that I think we ever expected to actually 
happen on such a scale. Right. But mm-hmm. the fact that it has just it motivates the hell out of us and we yeah. appreciate it so very much. Yeah, and I mean god, mm-hmm. all the countless hours I spent like editing and like social media and graphics and and all the stuff and uh, you know, that's that's not to say AP and Zach haven't haven't done those things, but they bring the much needed commentary and opinions and like I edit the thing and, and, and we get it out to you guys. And, but I like doing that. It's not a chore for me. Like I, I really have a deep interest in audio editing and um, you know, this year you guys might notice a slight difference in uh, the quality of the podcast, but that's because we got better editing tools. I got better editing tools. I've got, I'm rocking Adobe edition now and it's really changed the way I've like processed this show. And again, we, we want to improve because you guys are listening. All of our listeners really help keep us going. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it's our job to give you guys the best sounding and best content uh, that, that we can make. Mm Mm-hmm. The whole premise from day one of this show has been giving a voice to Ranger Nation. And that's why we have our Ranger Nation ask segment or or Ranger Nation answer segment, because we want to hear what other people think that aren't just us. And yeah, it's not it's not about just us. It's about the community. Yeah. And doing our Ranger Nation spotlights, the interviews, all of that stuff is just to you know, continue to show what a broad fan base this is. And there's a lot of interesting people in this fandom. And that's the thing, whether you're a collector or creator or YouTuber, or even if you're just a fan that just watches the show and doesn't care about any else, anything else, like we want to reach people and we want to have people like comment on it. And mm-hmm. say, wow, hey, that's uh, I, I want to get I want to throw out my two cents and then we read it. So th- those opinions can just get out into the universe and, you know, maybe change the way people see things. And that's all we want to do is just we want to we want to give a voice to Ranger Nation. And to me, that's what that's what keeps me going. It's it's yeah. the listeners. It's it's all that stuff. And to be honest this hiatus pains me like to for this to drop on our fifth year and kind of derail some some plans or not derail but delay like everything's just kind of time shifted a bit um it just gets me motivated to like hey i gotta move out i gotta rebuild a studio i want to start producing content again it's just to get back on track so I hate that we're going on a hiatus, honestly, but um, but I literally have to because I'm I'm moving in a month. So yeah, it it really does kind of sap the 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 momentum we have. But unfortunately, yeah, life is just kind of intervening with us, and it's it's just like you know, with Eric's move, my move, it just there's no feasible way for us to be able to. produce content on a steady pace that our listeners are used to although i will say james from mostly speaking sentai he offered his editing services ap if you want to do your idea 
of recording something <laughs> and, and like fake our voices or something. James said that he would most definitely edit that for us. James said that he would most definitely edit that for us. Yes. <laughs> what? Oh my god. Okay. Alright, that did not go over well. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that was a bad impression. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> well, I'm just sure he can throw a filter on it. Uh, yeah. No, cut he that. we'll just we'll, we'll deepen your voice and then we'll just He can throw a filter on that. Anywho, I'm just saying the idea is out there, AP, if you want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> we have the support. And and actually James is the only person I trust other than myself to edit the podcast because he edits podcasts for a living. He's got his own whole podcast network and he was the one that edited our crossover episode with them. So he did a great job. So I'm just saying AP, if you real, if you're serious about the idea, we, we can make it happen. Fine tune my impressions first, but uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Cut out that other one, please. It was okay. terrible. Please cut that out. Okay. I was not prepared. Okay. <laughs> Stephen Martinez at Stephen Martinez 90 says, uh, we know how you guys started the podcast, but what is the origin of the three of you meeting and becoming friends? Well, sad to say we haven't all met in person yet. We met on <laughs> Skype. <laughs> I'm a real person. You know that. <laughs> true. True. I, I have peeked under the helmet. That sounded <laughs> dirtier than I intended it to. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and um, cut that out. Okay. Cut, cut, okay. So, right out. I'm done here. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> um, well, look, Eric and I met years ago yeah. um, at Anime Central. Yeah, uh, 2008 at least. Yeah, and I mean, uh, we had kind of known each other from Ranger Board. Yes, from uh, Ranger Board, because there, remember there's that like Chicago Land thread or something. There's like... Or when they yeah. had clubs, when yeah. Ranger Board had clubs, and there's like like mini message boards within the message board. There's like a Chicago Land Rangers type of club thing, and I remember we we posted on that or whatever. But when Anime Central, the buzz around Anime Central 2008 came around because it was like Karen Ashley and Robert Axelrod and JDF and Steve Cardenas. I mean, everyone locally was freaking out. Yeah. And that was kind of like a, the first like Ranger Board type of meetup, too, because uh, Ray, the owner of Ranger Board at the time, uh, like Lisa J from No Pink Spandex, uh, Tyler Waldman, who I've known for years, like Mike Dent, JC, uh, Henshin Vault. There was a lot of people that we still know today that that were there. And that that kind of like kicked everything off. And from there, like Zach and I just became friends and definitely social media helped with that too especially twitter oh yeah. twitter and facebook um and then ap i knew of ap from tumblr yes that's how i got my start was on tumblr mm -hmm. and i remember exactly how i met eric because, because I, I my memory I, is horrible i tumbled something okay yeah i don't know if that's the right word but i i posted something or other and i asked because there are some people dressed up in like 
cosplays of rangers and it said that mm. the costumes came from toei and i was like what does that mean does it mean like they literally came from toei like i'm confused mm-hmm. and eric was like yeah that means they bought them at like some kind of auction and that's how we met because eric oh. answered my random ass question oh okay yeah 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 he doesn't remember a bit of this but i do Wow. <laughs> so because I was like, mm, well, well, actually, they uh, they bought it from an action. So yep. I did my, oh, okay, cool. I mean, it wasn't like that. You were actually no. very helpful. Okay. And you answered <laughs> a lot of my, like, questions because I was just getting into the fandom. Oh, okay. And so Eric answered some of my questions, and, like, that's how we became, like, pals. Yeah. And then I joined Twitter, and I met Zach. Yep. The- then the rest is history. Yes. Yeah, I, I remember, you know, when we when Eric posted the tweet and he said, hey, who wants to do this? And I said, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. And then he's like, yeah, cool. It'll be me, you. And then there's this girl I know on from Tumblr and Twitter. Her name is AP and she goes by Secret Ranger fan. And, and like, mm-hmm. so she's going to be our third. And I said, cool. <laughs> and that was it. Like, that's that's exactly how I was introduced to AP is through Eric. So, yep. You guys definitely go back and listen to that that first episode for sure, because mm-hmm. I know we've we've told this story a, a bunch of times, uh, but I don't get tired of of telling it because I, I think you know the past five years uh, we've grown closer as friends. Like yeah, like, like I've said before, I I cannot do this show with anyone else. Like we have obviously we have like guest co-hosts from time to time, but. The three of us, this is Ranger Command. Yeah. Yep. I think our dynamic is great. We've had so many great times throughout the years. I just enjoy the hell out of doing this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Uh, Completely. I love you guys, and I love being a part of this experience with you. Yeah. I could yeah. not have said it better. All right. Now we've got EB at EB underscore twit. And he asks, would the RCPH crew and maybe guests be up for occasionally doing recorded sessions of Heroes of the Grid once the game releases? I went all in. Zach, I think you went all in too, right? Oh, yeah. I have I have a big box that is getting shipped to my sister's house because I'm not sure if I'm still going to be in Illinois. <laughs> and mine is being shipped to my work because I don't know where I'm living next month. <laughs> and, and I had to lock that in before the 31st. So. Yeah, exactly. They sent yeah. the email out and they're like, hey, if you're going to change your address. And I'm like, yeah, I better. Otherwise, I don't know where my box is going to end up. <laughs> <laughs> so the two of us will have it. I, I actually do want to do something where we either set up the board similar or something and we do it through YouTube. AP, I I know you probably won't have the game, but I think we can figure out some way to like, you know, maybe I'll virtually have your cards or something. I I don't know how we'll do it, but I do want to plan something where we at least play it live and i don't know if that's twitch or youtube or something but um i definitely want to play the game before we do that because it it just seems slightly complicated and i want to learn kind of the ins and outs of the game but we'll definitely either somehow do something for our youtube content or 
you know, we'll do a review or something. I don't know logistically how that is going to work out, but for sure it's on our radar to do something with it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah completely. I mean, we've or been maybe we'll do a since. super, super secret in person playing. Now that would be the dream. Yeah. If, if the three of us get together and do it in person, I mean, AP will have that, that mask on, um, for any video content <laughs> um uh so no we'll we'll definitely do something so just be patient with us especially after moving and all that stuff like let's get settled in where we're gonna be before we plan any like in-person trips or yeah. meetups or, or something to do that but for sure somehow we will we'll do something with it all right so i'm moving on to the franchise Noah Bowden said, okay, well, my first question is, can I ask you anything within reason? Second question, do you think that our fandom has kind of been through it already this year between Blake Foster and uh, Pua Magasiva? It's definitely been a rough... It's been a rough month. Like, yeah. Yeah. This has all happened within the past month. Like, let's let's not kid ourselves. Like... I don't think these two bumps makes the whole rest of the year like a train wreck or anything. Mm-hmm. Seriously, what Blake Foster said was crap. You can make your own judgment call on that. I'm not supporting him. And no. it's out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can do whatever you want. If he's at a convention, whatever. Don't give the guy crap. Just you make your own judgment call if you want to support him or not. Personally, I'm not going to. So, Mm -hmm. like I said, out of sight, out of mind. Uh, With Pua, yeah, it's unfortunate. But I choose to celebrate what he did for this franchise. And, yeah, that means, hey, maybe I'll finish a Ninja Storm rewatch. To me, that's all that means. So, yeah, these are like little roadblocks or or bumps in the fandom. But my advice is don't dwell on it. Mm -hmm. And like even that, it's just like the Blake Foster thing. Like think of it what you want to think of it. And then the the Pua thing, it's a tragedy. Mm -hmm. And all you can do is really just remember the good that he did right for everyone i didn't know him you guys didn't know him but we can appreciate we can still appreciate the good that he did for people and the good that he did for the fandom and just the good work that he did in his career and there's already like fan art there's tributes people are posting their own thoughts i think that's a good way to grieve if if you're an artist you know maybe do a tribute piece if you're a youtuber maybe make a tribute video or or talk about it or if you're a podcaster or if you're just a fan maybe just watch some of the best shane episodes that you think show you the best of him being a ranger that's all i say it's just you know what We've got a lot more going on this year. Uh, Beast Morphers is just ramping up. I'm sure after the hiatus, that show is just going to be everything that everyone is talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of summer conventions going on. There's a lot of ways to celebrate Ranger Nation. Uh, The Turbo movies coming out on Blu-ray. Watch that show and listen to our commentary. Why don't you do that? That's cool. 
Yeah. We had a blast watching that. Next up, we have This Is Jeremy Zap, who says, Why do you guys think that people outside of the fandom won't give Power Rangers a chance to grow and only dismiss it as a kid's show? Almost every other franchise in geek and pop culture started out for kids as well, such as TMNT and Batman. That is not hate. I'm a huge fan of them as well. But the concept of Power Rangers on paper is a pretty cool concept that would sound more respectable than talking turtles and a guy dressed as a bat. Um, I think nostalgia blindness has a lot mm-hmm. to do with that. I think when you say Power Rangers, people only think of Mighty Morphin. The layman, the person outside the fandom, doesn't realize that there are so many other teams. Some people don't even realize that it's been continuously airing for 26 years. Exactly. Yeah. And beyond that, the people who haven't, it's like you said, it's the whole nostalgia thing. Mm-hmm. They're only remembering like the cheesy kid show that they grew up on. They don't know the, the massive world beyond that. So why why do I think that people outside the fandom won't give it a chance? Um, because they're just remembering one certain aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And like you said, whether it's 90s nostalgia, it's this cool little thing that happened. And comparing it to TMNT, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which has been around since the mid-80s, that has more of a... I don't want to say more of a global feel, but Ninja Turtles has had a lot of iterations, just like Power Rangers. They're very comparable. Hell, they even crossed over with the Power Rangers uh, at one point for an episode. I, I just think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a little bit more ingrained into people's consciousness than Power Rangers. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has re- been rebooted in the movies and in the cartoons so many times yeah. at this point and it's the same characters it's not like it's a like a whole new team of turtles it's right. like the same team of turtles just in a, like a different style right and that's how that show keeps succeeding is because every new iteration of a cartoon just brings in more new followers along for the ride and yeah. new fans it's like so, yeah it's like some person like turning to their kid and being like, "Oh yeah, I watched um, like Leonardo and and like Mikey and all them. Like I watched them when I was growing up. Like it's mm-hmm. the same people, right? Or same turtles, but um, <laughs> but Rangers. I mean, aside from the core cast, which had you know three seasons, every season was different. So it, it's a little bit different in that. Yeah, the show. Power Rangers also continues to find new fans because kids keep getting introduced to it. So if you didn't grow up with it or you're not a kid, or maybe if you were a parent at the time, I mean, yeah, my parents know that they're, that I'm still a Power Rangers fan, but they're aside from like SPD, which my brother grew up with and, and Mighty Morphin. I mean, my parents aren't going to know off the bat, every season of, of power rangers and mm-hmm. i don't expect them to it's like it's, harder it's harder to jump into right because it's such a sprawling universe rather than just new iterations of the same thing exactly and batman i mean come on batman's been around for like 80 years it, the, talk about something ingrained in the culture so yeah. um i i don't think it's people outside of the fandom aren't willing giving it a chance to grow 
It's just that they, they don't, don't know. Yeah, they just don't understand it. Right. And that's not their fault. And mm-hmm. sure, you're going to see like maybe some bad opinions or people dismiss it, but you can't take that to heart Mm-mm. because it's not your job to force someone to watch a show. Like, let them discover it on their own. Yeah, and if like they, maybe if just... they ask you about it, I mean, give your opinion and say, oh, well, there's this other season and, you know, let them discover it. Yeah, and like maybe just like help them, like Eric said, kind of like maybe help someone out a little mm-hmm. bit. If they're like, oh, hey, like it's just that cheesy kid show with the dude with the ponytail and the, and the Green Ranger. And like you can say, well, there's like 20 more seasons after that. And like odds are there's a season that's based around something you enjoy. Like, like yeah, I remember like, when I was when I was still in school, I had a friend who was like really into like Chinese martial arts for some reason. <laughs> or like not necessarily Chinese martial arts, but just like just martial arts. Yeah, just martial arts. And it was right around the time that Jungle Fury came out. Oh, nice. So I was like, hey, like, dude, you're really into this stuff. There's a new season of Power Rangers coming out that's kind of got a little bit of that, the whole, like, martial arts aspect. And he's like, wow, that's that's still going on? And I'm like, yeah, that's there's a whole season, the whole martial arts thing. Like, <laughs> you would like that. Why don't you give it a try? And he did, and he liked it. There you so, go. You know? Yep. Hey, you like sci-fi futuristic space cops? Well, SPD's right up your alley. You know, there's there's just something for everyone. And yeah. I think it's it's for us older fans, like when Power Rangers just happens to come up in, in conversation, then yeah, just show that you're a little bit knowledgeable about it. You don't have to be condescending about it, but just say it's still going on and I still like it. Like, there's there's no reason to be ashamed for liking a show. In this day and age, there's so many nerdy things that, that people like and enjoy. That's why, like, over the last 10 years, or 10 or 15 years, I'm glad that, you know, nerd culture has become more acceptable, and there there's a geeky thing that everyone enjoys. And yeah. Power Rangers is just another aspect of that. And I think things like the 2017 movie, and now with Hasbro's acquisition... Power Rangers is like more in people's consciousness now since the 20th and 25th anniversaries than it has been since MMPR. So, yeah, just if it comes up, talk about it. Share your love of it. And if people like it, cool. If they don't, whatever. (laughs) Everybody has their thing. Power Rangers might not be somebody's thing. Exactly. Christian Yeager asks, uh, hey, guys, you are my favorite podcast. I have three questions for you. What other fandoms are you a part of? So many. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Star Trek, Power Rangers, like, I'm huge into science fiction movies. I I mean, there's there's so many fandoms that that I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'd call them, like, fandoms, but I'm really into, like, Doctor Who. Yeah, um, I don't know if I'm like, I wouldn't say I'm involved in the fandom, but I really, I just like Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> and gosh, what else? Uh, Winona Earp. Winona Earp, yes. Er- er- Erper for life, right? I yeah, and like, 
I miss Winona Herb. I know. I know oh, that's a whole heartbreaking situation going on over there. Yeah. But, um... Bring it back, you cowards. Yes, come on. And I also really like um, Captain Marvel now. Just like oh, yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe, Captain Marvel. And that got me into reading the comics, so I've started doing that now. Nice. Gosh, what else am I interested in? Ah, there's one thing. One major thing I'm forgetting. Ugh. <laughs> Dang. Uh, and it's like I need to I need to think of it or it's gonna be bothering me. Is it your avatar picture? No. <laughs> uh, no, no, she she hasn't watched that since they butchered that show. <laughs> no. No, that's <laughs> a, that was very much butchered. Um gosh, what is well, while AP plumbs the depths of her brain, um, I'll say, yeah, uh, Star Wars, Star Trek, Ghostbusters, Power Rangers, uh, video games, just, I love video games so much. Sentai, Kamen Rider, the Orville, I'm really big into the Orville, I'm glad mm-hmm. they got renewed for a third season. I've got to catch up with the second season. Second season, I tell you, man, some of those those two-parters, you're just like, Wow. I like kaiju movies. I'm going to see Godzilla this weekend. Oh, hell um, yeah. I can't wait to see just big monsters beating the crap out of each other. Disney is a big fandom for me. I can't wait to actually be living in Florida. I plan on getting uh, an annual pass, just like my sister and my brother-in-law. Do you guys know Florida residents, you pay like 65 bucks a month, and you get access to all the parks and the water parks? That's not terrible. Not at all, honestly. That's like amazing. That's uh, that's an absolutely insanely good deal when you consider that a one day ticket to any of the parks is like 127 bucks. Mm. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. So it's like, why would I not get an annual pass, honestly? So yeah, my sister was kind of talking me into that when when I was down there visiting. But yeah, gosh, there's just so many. Things I love, Fallout, comics. I love comics. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There you go. Uh, You talked about it on (laughs) the last episode. (laughs) Oh, and Charmed. I really like Charmed, too. See, there you go. The old one and the reboot. I love the reboot. Don't hate on the reboot. It's (laughs) fantastic. Uh, I'll have to give it a shot. Yeah, Buffy and Angel, which I like better than Buffy. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. I believe Angel is the superior show. I I also believe that. Yeah. So Buffy, Angel, Charmed. I'm a little behind in it, but I do enjoy Grey's Anatomy. That whole thing going on there. Is there a Grey's Anatomy universe? There is now. They've crossed no. over with something. I forget what. Station 19. That's the one. also great. I'm also behind on that, but it's still great. I'm so behind on the Chicago franchises, too. I don't even I'm, count I'm that behind. as a fandom anymore because I'm so far behind. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't Sorry. think I've watched since, like, season three. And it's yeah. like, in, like, season eight now. So, it, I don't it's know. Ridiculous. Wow. It's, it's, it's a Dick Wolf show. It'll go on for, like, another 25 years. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. I do not understand this question. Are you guys nervous about panting the Hyperforce team? And what are your guys' opinion on Hyperforce overall? I'm going to say it's been a year since the finale of season one of Hyperforce. I'm highly 
doubtful that it will come back for a second season. Yeah. I, I wish it would. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the new and interesting content it gave us in the universe of Power Rangers. But yeah, sadly, I think I agree with Eric that it's been so long now that I, I don't think we're going to get any more content. I think it was a great experiment for the 25th anniversary. Um, obviously, the Hyperforce team crossed over into the comics, uh, into the whole Shattered Grid thing. So even if they don't get a second season, uh, they're still part of the Power Rangers multiverse. It's an, still a new team of Rangers. They're in legacy wars they're who knows if they'll get toys in the future on on hasbro but uh the point is is that they will forever be a part of the power rangers universe there's quite a bit of content uh there each of those episodes were three hours you can do it podcast or video and i certainly haven't watched the whole thing but i watched the major parts when it came to shatter grit and some of the other things and and i know the lore i know that there's a passionate sub fan base with it that is uh very much active so hyperforce will live on in the fandom but i'm just doubtful that we will see a second season i'm a little bit familiar with it but Mm -hmm. i never saw any of it to be right. honest. But from what I do know, I feel like it might make a good like animated series. Oh, for sure. If Hasbro ever decided to do that with Power Rangers, like maybe turn Hyperforce into the animated Power Rangers. Remake it as the animated series. That would be pretty cool. That would be awesome. I mean, the whole time travel thing, you can visit different eras. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that would definitely lend itself well to animation. For and then sure. you- you can have the old actors still show up, but be young. Because voices. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what they're kind of doing with Battle for the Grid, so why not? Yeah. If you guys had to pick one Power Rangers power set that wasn't from your favorite season or team, what would it be for each one of you? Ooh. Until we talk again, may the power protect you. If it was a power set that wasn't... So, my favorite's SPD, obviously. Same. So, we're excluded from that. Yeah. I would actually like the Jungle Fury power set. Like, some kind of unique animal spirit. I really dug those suits. I It's definitely not one of my favorite seasons, but I like the whole martial arts thing. And I like that each one was a unique animal spirit. So... I'd be down for getting a power from that, for sure. I would say Mystic Force. Oh, that's a good one. Mystic Force all the way. Oh, gosh. You know what? It's a real toss-up for me Mm -hmm. because both of these series feature suit designs that I just really enjoy, and it would either be Ninja Storm Mm. or In Space. Ooh. And I think I'm leaning more toward in space just because i am a fan of sci-fi i am a fan of you know space adventure Mm. and exploration but ninja storm just man those zords are cool the suits are cool the the ninjutsu powers are cool like it's it's real hard to pick i think those two are definitely a toss-up for me (laughs) oh yeah for sure plus uh you have your own type of powers that are outside of being a ranger so that's a bonus exactly Moving on to our next category of movies. All right. Brandon A. Major said, 
My question is, if you had the chance to give any season a movie slash reboot, which would it be? And he said hard mode, not MMPR. Uh, SPD, hands down. Yeah, SPD, a movie of SPD would be amazing. Yeah. And technically they could do it because there's been the Decker Ranger 10 years after movie. There is some other stuff that those suits are featured in mm-hmm. there's more than enough content to give greg aronowitz uh movie type treatment and i think matt austin already uh, he's already a director he could direct the thing hell i thought he had like a whole idea for how that could happen yeah and even if they didn't do it like you said kind of like a movie version if they rebooted spd as a Ooh. movie like just the I want to say lore behind it, but I'm not sure if that's the correct term. Oh, no. The, it's... Con- the concept behind it yeah. lends itself to like a really good movie. Like You could explore the whole like personal aspect of being like a space cop, and then mm-hmm. just like all the different characters who would be in the organization. And I feel like the concept lends it- would lend itself to like a really nice cinematic universe. Yeah, even if you took out the Power Rangers part of SPD, even in the TV show, there's still like a cool sci-fi cop drama there. Yeah, Yeah. and you could even incorporate, I hate to say it, but you could actually, if you rebooted SPD, you could almost incorporate Lightspeed Rescue as like a companion to it. Because like there would be the, it would be like the Chicago PD uh, to the Chicago Fire of it all. Oh. You know? Yes. Like Lightspeed Rescue would be like rescue aspect, and then SPD would be the cop aspect. You oh, know? wow. I, I like that. There's a lot that you could do there mm-hmm. for sure. Sounds good to me. <laughs> it definitely was not hard mode to not include an MPR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, speaking of MMPR, Jungle Karma Pippa asked, do you want a sequel to the 2017 movie or a new reboot? Uh, I want a sequel. I like that cast. I want a sequel, too. I want a, I thirdly want a sequel. Even- I, I think we've made our points quite clear if you listen to our review of the movie and the commentary. Mm-hmm. We are all on board if they want to bring that cast back and make it a sequel. I mean, just they had such great chemistry. Yeah. They really did. And I think adding like a Tommy into the mix. Oh, yeah. That would be fantastic. I think that would maybe put it over the edge. Like, I feel like if you added Tommy to the mix, it would do, hate to say it, but it would do better than the first movie. But it's Tommy with an I and it's a girl. Yes. (laughs) I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. There's so much possibilities they could do with a sequel. I definitely think a sequel would definitely make more money just because if you include the Green Ranger and then you already have like their origin, quote unquote, out of the way. So I think there'd be a lot more Ranger type action. And I think that's what people wanted to begin with. Yeah, they wanted more Rangers in the first one. Yeah. But if they had to maybe recast some people to, like, keep costs down, because I know some of the cast has gone on to do some more high-dollar stuff. They might be worth more. <laughs> Prince Ali, Wonder Sea, Ali, Ababwa. I, I, mean, just, I just saw that movie today. 
Oh, was it good? Yeah, I liked it. It was cute. And uh, oh, she has an amazing singing Naomi voice. Naomi Scott. Holy cow. She is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this just in, if you didn't know it, but uh, uh, Becky G is also on the soundtrack. Oh, wow. She did the uh, the Magic Carpet Ride song. A Whole huh. New World? A Whole New World. There you go. Thank you. She did A Whole New World. Huh. Interesting. So they kind of came back together for that. So, yay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, if they had to recast some people, I would totally, like, be okay with that. Well, um, then they could do the whole, like, maybe Aisha or Rocky type of situation. Or maybe not even that. Just recast them. They okay. do it all the time with different things. Uh, when we recast, we lose some of that chemistry, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just desperate know. for a sequel. <laughs> yeah. Same. Like, I would take anything. <laughs> just give me a sequel, you guys. Yeah. Even if it's like a comic book in comic book form. Like, I would take that, too. Oh, okay. Just anything. But if they had to reboot it, I don't know how they would reboot it more right. than they already did. Unless for some reason they rebooted like a different season, which I don't know if that would go over well. Right. So we randomly get the Lost Galaxy movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I would be up for a Zeo movie because you can still tie it to the first one. Oh, because you're it was so all good. about the Zeo crystal. Yeah. And you could just make a new cast. Anywho, uh, <laughs> moving on to comics, Suki Sentai Toys asked, what pre-Jew do you wish will be in the comics? I asked because we already have five men. So what he's referring to is in the second year collection, uh, there was where they did kind of like the origins of the Psycho Rangers and they used the five-man suits, which I believe were in Super Mega Force as, like, the lightning team or, or so, something like that. Um, so it was kind of like they were showing, hey, you saw these guys in Legendary Battle and in Super Mega Force, but then they used them for, like, a Psycho Rangers origin story. If they were to do any pre-Jew Ranger suits in the comics, I would love to see them use the Jetman suits in some way. Yeah, the Jetman suits are really cool. Gosh, I'm trying to like rack my brain of all the pre-Jew Sentai <laughs> teams. You know what, for giggles, Sun Vulcan, because that theme song still sticks in my head randomly, <laughs> and it's all Eric's fault. It's all because of our trip to uh, Lexington. <laughs> and you can listen to that episode, our our road trip to Lexington. And I believe I, I throw in that whole I, Sun I Vulcan think, song. I think you did, yeah. Follow the sun. Sun. Catch, Catch the, the sun. Tio Sentai Sun Vulcan. Okay. AP is either highly entertained or highly uncomfortable. Yeah. A little from column A, a little from column B. (laughs) AP, do you have an opinion or just move on? Uh, I have no opinion on this one. All right, cool. I have no strong opinion one way or the other. (laughs) All right, so moving on to the TV show, AP. All right. Uh, Scott Sandler at Digiranger1994 said, 
attitude on the international airings of yet-to-be domestically aired episodes? Let me stop everyone right there. Episode 9 was released internationally, or will be, upcoming in June. So spoilers will be out there for that. But, according to whoever has the international airings in France, I did hear that once episode nine airs, they're just going to rerun the whole thing. So I think we're not going to have international spoilers as bad as we've had in past years. I think we might get it for the next episode, episode nine, but I think they, that may be it until we actually get beast morphers back in the U S. So I don't think it's something to freak out about. Uh, my attitude is, I'm I'm curious about what the episodes are about, uh, but I'm not going to search out like screenshots or anything. So that's that's my two cents. Right. I'm not too bothered by it because I'm going to choose to ignore it whenever possible. I don't really care. I ignore it anyway. Yeah, but you can be sure we we don't really talk about it on this show. So you're not going to get spoiled from us if that's your thing. For some reason, my brain went to Avengers, and I thought you were going to say, but you can be sure we'll avenge it. <laughs> and I was like, when did, what? What happened? And then you went in a completely different way. And I went, oh, right, okay, we're fine. Hashtag don't spoil the beast game. <laughs> Hashtag Evox demands your silence. Nice. <laughs> yes. I'm going to use that on Twitter. Uh, you absolutely should. I All think, right. I think we've discovered our hiatus hashtag. Ooh, I like that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to write that down. Uh, Zach, read the next question. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, Eric frantically scribbles. Uh, on the subject of crossovers, Lulubug Cosplay asks, if Hasbro came to you and said, between the following team-ups that never happened, which one would you want to see films? And the crossovers that they have listed here are uh, Ninja Storm Wild Force, Mystic Force SPD, Operation Overdrive Mystic Force, Jungle Fury Operation Overdrive, RPM Jungle Fury, an extended Clash of the Red Rangers, which is RPM and Samurai, Mega Force Samurai, Dino Charge Mega Force, Ninja Steel Dino Charge, Beast Morphers Ninja Steel, or a Ninja Team Up. Mystic Force SPD would be amazing. Yeah. Because I, mean, I just want I want more SPD in my life. And plus, you can have a real interesting story with the dichotomy of technology versus magic. Yeah. I which need... which what the Sentai movie did. Exactly. In that crossover. And since SPD is in the future, like, how does that work? And Ooh. we saw Piggy in Mystic Force. Yeah. Yep. I'm with Zach on that one. But to maybe add a different flavor... I would like to see, I think RPM and Jungle Fury would be interesting. Again, it's like different universes type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like That was my second like choice is that one. Oh, okay. We're on the same page. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or maybe. That, that was a great question, by the way. Yeah, maybe Dino Charge Megaforce. Yeah, I think with a good writer for that one, that could be something really redeeming for Megaforce. Yeah. That'd be cool. But definitely Mystic Force SPD or Dino Charge Megaforce for me. So I picked two. I'm sorry I cheated, but like that, well, we all cheated. that's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, uh, Julio Coolio 6 said, if any two Ranger teams could team up in a crossover episode, what would you choose? And since this is similar to the last one, I'd say the field is wide open, like any two teams. And I would say Lightspeed and SPD. Yes! Oh my god. That's pretty good. I would go with In Space SPD, and it's an origin story for SPD. Oh. Ooh. Oh, because the prison was on KO35, too, from yeah. SPD. And then, like, oh. throw Time Force mm-hmm. into the mix, too. And, I mean, In Space is really the first time that, like, the general populace full-on recognized, oh, yeah, there's definitely life on other planets. Maybe Earth should be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. Mm, I like it. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Zach <laughs> on that one. <laughs> So that so in space SPD mm-hmm. maybe light speed SPD. Yeah. You could throw all of those teams together, but I said like two Ranger teams. But yes, and I feel like if you do in space SPD, you might have to throw Time Force in there a little bit. Oh yeah. I mean, they say it's and it wasn't Time Force, but like the Time Force red suit that showed up. Exactly. Like maybe, maybe explain it a little bit. I don't know. There's some definite origins there. Yeah. And then Sentai 5 asks, this This is a whole theme, what is your dream Power Ranger team-up story? And I think we're all pretty much touched upon that. Like, I'm with Zach and AP. I would love to see the origins of SPD. Mm-hmm. And you could explain some of the questions from that season, like the Time Force suit. Did Wes pass on in 2001 because we saw Cat was with the Rangers' parents in 2001 with the beginnings of SPD. I just had a wicked idea. Go for it. What if SPD in and of itself is a bootstrap paradox? Cat went back in time and ended up starting SPD. Whoa. Oh, man. <sighs> that Somebody write it up. Somebody get on it. Fanfic writers, I need you. Ooh. Write it up. You got another idea, AP? I mean, it kind of goes off the same concept, but what if Time Force was actually a, like, in the original timeline, before Time Force came back to the 2000s, they were an offshoot of SPD, like a Special Forces offshoot of SPD. They came back, that changed the whole, like, messed with the whole origin story a little bit, because then Time Force was introduced earlier yes. than it was supposed to be that would be interesting yeah. yeah that that would be a cool time loop yeah explanation i think if, if there was a cool story with that that would be really that'd be really neat because <clears throat> i'm thinking it would explain the whole like time force red suit because what if it wasn't it wasn't the time force that we know but like the special forces offshoot of spd and oh yeah 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 that so they were special forces. Wes's dad was red. Then maybe, um, okay, so Alex was the next, like, time force red. And then, like, all that happened. I'm down for it. Yeah. That sounds cool. So Tyler Waldman at Aerosef said, some of the writing talent so far this season has been plucked from Transformers and such. What writer's rooms, inside Hasbro or not, do you think Power Rangers would do well to raid? Ooh. I wouldn't be opposed to them taking writers out of the Legends of Tomorrow writing room. Oh, like any any of those like CWDC shows, like except for Arrow. 
Um, yeah, except for like, <laughs> let's just if there's one thing that Aladdin movie taught me this today is is be careful what you wish for. Word it really well, otherwise you're gonna get a bad result. But yeah, I mean, Legends of Tomorrow is absolutely insane, and they lean into it, and it makes the show so much fun and entertaining. And I I, I really have enjoyed these past couple of seasons on Legends of Tomorrow. So I think if they could add that sort of energy to Power Rangers, maybe lean into more of the, like, you know, this is crazy, right? Like, we're fighting giant robots in, and we're wearing spandex. And, you know, well, obviously not spandex this season, but, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, something along those lines of just more yeah. fluid fun and comedy as opposed to just, like, here's Ben and Betty falling into a cake. Which I know yeah. I said last time that I was like, nah, it's not going to be them in a cake. And then it was them in a cake. And then Zach ended up with cake on his face. But, you know, <laughs> something like that would be really yeah. cool. Or maybe read like a little bit of, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but the Marvel, uh, Marvel's The run- the Runaways on Hulu. Oh, yeah. I have not watched that yet, but I've heard good things. For like I watched, the teen superhero type. I watched like, all of the first season. Like teen misfit superhero aspect. Yeah, I need to watch the rest of the second season because I've only watched the first episode of the second season. But um, yeah, no, that'd be another great, great yeah. show to borrow writers from. So I feel like Power Rangers is also like the teen misfit superhero thing. Maybe pluck someone from there. I mean, I don't know if they do well to pluck someone from there, but it's also just a quality like superhero show with like young people in it. Um, Cloak and Dagger. Oh, okay, on which has a Power Ranger, former Power Ranger actor on it. Yeah, Cloak and Dagger's so good. If a reboot of SPD were to happen, I would want to get the writers of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Because mm-hmm. it's not teens, it's more of an organizational thing. There's still some great meta humor there. I, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Hunter 2000 Trees at Scree Tut 2000 says, favorite comic relief characters? Uh, and my answer is simple, and it is two words. It is Kelson Henderson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, th- uh, that's good. I just like Bulk and Skull. I-, I like their whole journey as characters. They did have a really good arc, yeah. Over all the seasons, I think Countdown to Destruction was like their biggest, like, hero moment mm-hmm. um but i also like that we got hints of their future with like samurai and that kind of thing so i just think overall bulk and skull once they got away from like the mmpr type of humor um i just think they're really endearing characters and they weren't just bullies to be malicious they softened up over time and over the seasons, we, we got to know them as characters. So to me, even though I know the newer seasons try to capture that magic, but they never will. So that's why I think Bulk and Skull are, are like my favorite for Rangers. Honestly, I would probably say Boom from SPD. Mm-hmm. And then if you give me like another shot, I would also yep. say Ben and Betty. Yeah, Ben and Betty have workers. been really good so far this season. They've been great. I mean, they're goof. They have that goofy humor sometimes, but it's in ways that like I don't mind. Yes. And also, they contribute to the plot. Like they have yes. like actual plot significance. They're not just there to be 
comic relief. And they, they've saved the Rangers a few yeah, times. Like legitimately yeah. saved the Rangers. Yeah. Even in just the eight episodes we saw, mm-hmm. I think this is the chance for them to take quote unquote comic relief characters and within the span of two seasons kind of create a redemption arc like Bulk and Skull. Mm-hmm. They're part of this organization, so it's not like they can be mean or, you know, really bullied towards the Rangers. So, for real, I would just get rid of the music cues. Yeah, that's yeah. the music cues that are the only part I don't like. And that's not right. even the characters. That's just the music choice. That's just <laughs> that's the music choice. That's a whole separate choice. situation. <laughs> yeah. Like you heard in our uh, Beast Morphers review, I think we all pretty much like ben and betty and Mm -hmm. ap like you said yeah they they contribute a lot to the situations that they're in yeah with the rangers they're actual characters they're goofy but they're capable they're great they're genuinely great characters and hope they continue to be me too and i know there's some rumors out there about uh betty being the green ranger that's based on a frog personally i would love if that happened for real i just think that'd be hilarious i would love to see either of them become a ranger oh yeah for sure even if it's just like a joke scene kind of like a boom situation yes even if it's just for like a day because they need someone maybe one of the rangers gets sick and they fill in that would be funny that would be great so moving on scott singler at digi ranger 1994 said which ranger do you want most to return that to Power Rangers that hasn't already, or at least in a long while? I mean, it's going to be cliche, but Kruger. Oh, man. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> like, I hate to play into the stereotype of, obviously, we love SPD, but man, Dougie Kruger coming back would be really cool. It'd be neat to see people react to him. And, and we saw a little bit of that in the Dino Thunder yeah. team-up, which was just amazing. <laughs> If I wasn't going to go the obvious route, (laughs) you know what? After all that the actor has been through and after everything, I would just love if Billy somehow came back in some way. You are just reading my mind, man. David Yost is like a quality person. I just want to see him be Billy again. He's a producer on TV. I would love to see him either direct the episode of his comeback or write it. Or at least have some major input into the return of his character. Yeah. yeah. What the hell are you doing on Aquatar, man? Like, come back. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to just see, like, and this is going to be almost cliche for me, but just someone from Lightspeed Rescue. And oh, yeah. by someone, I mean, like, Carter or, like, Kelsey or maybe even yeah. Ryan. I just want to see what they're doing now. Like, we saw Carter in um legendary battle but he didn't really do much other than like run in and like save some people from some rubble but i want to see like what he's been doing and i want to see him be a leader and be like super firefighter man like he is you know and i want to see how kelsey makes a living because i don't understand how you can climb rocks and get paid for it (laughs) like what does she do i don't understand it's obvious she's a geologist Head cannon accepted. <laughs> she's a trophy wife. She's she's a geologist wow. with her astronaut wife. Yeah. There you go. They're conquering space together. <laughs> space They're conquering rock. all the rocks space of rock. space. <laughs> Kelsey, Kelsey climbed the moon, found Rita's palace. 
<laughs> she climbed the palace. <laughs> yeah. I think they got the asteroid belt on lock. Oh, Lord. M- moving on. <laughs> <laughs> At Jumba Daniels said, if Samurai wasn't a copy and paste of Shinkenger like it turned out to be, do you think more people would rave about it and rank it high in their favorite seasons of all time? Depends on what story you would replace it with. Yeah, I can't say I have a strong opinion on this. I didn't watch Samurai much or Shinkenger, so... Yeah. I honestly don't think it should have been adapted. Um, mm. I feel like maybe they should have skipped it. That's a hot take. Because Samurais are cool and all, but... <laughs> but when you try to pass off like like white four dude, different like, uh, four different ethnicities as uh, descendants from Japanese warriors yeah. is just a fail. It it is, and then also it's just samurais are. I'm not going to say people in America don't know what samurais are, but it's harder to kind of ingrain that into modern day American culture. Exactly. Like, it's harder to adapt that because it's such a part of Japanese culture. And that's why I think, as an adaptation, Samurai failed as a whole. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of with you there. Like, either skip it, or if they were to redo it, I I don't know. I don't know how else you could spin that story without it being a copy and paste of the Sentai. And if you don't have, like, at least a majority Asian cast... I don't think it would work. Like they're they're either all Japanese or Japanese Americans, mm-hmm. or you get samurai. You get the show that we were given, yeah. and and I don't want to spend the half hour debating that. So yeah, moving on. Moving yeah, on. it's very hard to you know do something that culturally ingrained in a different right. culture. Dill Pickle Rick says, "What is one season that the Sentai wasn't good?" But the Power Rangers season was good, and vice versa. Uh, oh, um, for me, the Sentai that wasn't good, or at least I didn't like it. I didn't like Go Onger, but RPM was amazing. And vice versa, hmm. I do like Mystic Force, but I just thought Maji Ranger was such a stronger aspect with the whole family thing. Mm-hmm. Let me see. For me, the Sentai wasn't good, but the Power Ranger season was good. Gosh, yeah, that's a hard one. It's a good question, though. Yeah, this is, like the, the good questions make you think. What did you say again, Eric? I said go Onger. Yeah, see, I, I that that wasn't great. I didn't think it was great, but RPM just took whatever go Onger had and flipped it on its head. I'm agreeing with. RPM is definitely better than Goanger, but I didn't mind Goanger as much, I guess, as you okay. did. Um, but that's my answer for that is, yeah, RPM is definitely better than Goanger. And then the other, vice versa, the Sentai season that's better than the adaptation that we got, uh, I would go with Ninja versus Ninja Steel. Ninja, I enjoy. I know it doesn't mm. get a lot of love. Uh, mm-hmm. People tend to criticize it, but I enjoyed it, and I certainly enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Ninja Steel. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, AP, anything to add to that? I mean, I haven't seen much of Sentai, but sure. from what I have seen, and this might be a cliche as heck answer, but what I saw of Gokaiger was a lot better than what I saw of Super oh, Mega Force. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the other, like, <laughs> the other answer is, yeah, obviously, I mean, 
God, like, the Hydra was so good. Like, I'm not familiar with Sentai at all, but from what I do know, I feel like Gokaiger did a much better job of honoring, yes. like, the past of Super Sentai than Super Megaforce did of honoring the past of Power Rangers. 100% agree with you on that. Yep. That's my only answer. Okay. Dino Bedek asked, have y'all been watching any Rue Soldier? I love the costumes as well as the mech. Plus side, we get to add another Gold Ranger to the plethora of Goldie Boys. I haven't watched a lick of it, and I have no interest in it. I watched the first three episodes, and I decided it wasn't for me. I just don't watch Sentai, so there you go. There's your answer. (laughs) My opinion on, on the gold suit, I think it looks too much like uh, Kuru Gold, and I'm getting sick of gold and blue rangers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gold and silver, time to retire that color as, as an extra for a while. And even Shinkenger did it too. Right. Gold and blue. It's just, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get it. As a color scheme, I think it looks amazing together, but it's just we've gotten so much of it with the gold rangers now that it's becoming a little bit overplayed. Especially just so close. Rue Soldier is just aesthetically so much like Karujer. Yeah. That's why I'm not like rushing to my computer to download it. They rushed back to the well when they realized Lupin versus yeah. Pat Ranger wasn't doing well, which is unfortunate because Lupin versus Pat is is a great series with great aesthetic, uh, a fun story. Yes, it is more weighted toward the uh, Lupin Rangers, but still it's it's a enjoyable series and uh, it's a shame that you know when toei tried something new and different with super sentai that it kind of backfired in terms of sales and viewership yep power rangers content said do you think power rangers would be able to tell better stories if all the footage was original meaning everything was shot in the u.s and they didn't rely on sentai footage anymore i will say no because I think some of the magic of Power Rangers is that it's able to adapt to adapting a Japanese show. I would say we're already kind of getting a little bit of that. With Beast Morphers, With yeah. Beast Morphers, because there's so much original footage. And, I mean, they're doing well with it, but they're also not relying solely on original footage. They're still incorporating a little bit of Sentai footage. And, I mm-hmm. mean... That's what kind of makes the show kind of magical, seeing what they do with it. Right. So. And I think writing is independent of the footage. Yes, you're given footage to work with, but I think a good writer can use the footage to their own devices. I think a good writer can craft a solid story around footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good writer can rise up to the challenge and we've seen it before in power rangers they've taken different context out of the footage and applied it to power rangers versus sentai mm-hmm. so i really think it's dependent on the quality of the writer yes if all the footage was original if you did all animation or if you just did what beast morphers is doing but 100 percent original sure i think you can get different stories Whereas you'll kind of avoid some of the tropes of Sentai, like you'd have less body switching episodes and other things that Sentai relies on. But 
I think we can all agree that part of the magic of this franchise is that some of the Japanese adaptation can give some of the shows like a unique personality Mm -hmm. or quirk. And it leads to interesting moments throughout the franchise. Yes. Mike Lundstedt asks, is anyone still actively looking for Robo Knight? Only Troy. Nope. Yep. Only Troy. (laughs) Moving on to toys. Uh, Pal at Paladin4221 said, you can build a case of lightning collection. Four figures, mixed heroes and villains, all different eras. Who do you pick? And Melvar... Uh, at Melvar said, and one retailer exclusive. So five figures total. For me, I would go SPD Omega, a good Rita Repulsa figure, a good Lord Draken figure, maybe one of his other evolution forms, a Dark Ranger figure, so Heckle. And for my retailer exclusive, I would do Robo Goat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for me, I would go Super Mega Force Blue because I love the design of that pirate mm. suit. Let's go with. Let's go. Let's go. Go, Kydra. <laughs> <laughs> In space, silver. Ooh, because that's just a fine suit. I would also choose Alien Ranger Red. Oh, nice. Because, I mean, the, the Alien Ranger suits are really awesome. There's so many suits to, like, pick from. I'm literally just scrolling through. What about a villain? Uh, a villain, I would like a Mezagog figure. Perfect. He would probably be my retailer exclusive. That'd be cool. Oh, with a double pack and you have... Uh, Anton Mercer civilian form. That'd be good. Ooh. That'd be pretty good. And then, uh, oh, you know what? Jungle Fury, Violet, the Wolf Ranger, because I love that suit. Mm. Okay, so four figures. I can mix heroes and villains. Lightspeed Rescue Red. It would have to have the Carter head, of course. Like, that's just a given. Every single one has, like, a civilian head included. Oh, yes, yes. Because it's the lightning collection. What am I saying? <laughs> and V Lancer accessory. Yes, yeah. V Lancer accessory. So first one is Lightspeed Rescue Red, and then uh, Mystic Force Green. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Nice. Gosh, my next one, Wild Force Yellow. Ooh. And Dino Charge Violet, and by that I mean Kendall. Nice. And what's your retailer exclusive? My retailer exclusive would have to be a villain. And I would say, let's go with Blaze. I don't know if he's announced or not. So, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a good one. Or maybe not retailer exclusive, but let's just like throw him in there. Yeah, for sure. Juan Carlos Sanchez at Orange SPD Ranger said, where do you see Hasbro in the Lightning Collection in five years? hopefully still around yeah (laughs) yeah at this point that's that's all i want hopefully still around hopefully like the marvel legends line just keep it going like just do anything please 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 keep keep it it going going. there are so many rangers and i will buy every single one of them yeah yeah this is the first time i actually have all of the wave one 
uh, yep. Lightning Collection figures, and I haven't even unboxed them yet. They're still sitting in their pretty boxes because uh, <laughs> I don't want to unbox them until I move. So, moving on to conventions, Ranger Liz at Ranger Liz asks, "What cons are you going to this year, and what are you excited for about them?" Well, I guess my next convention is probably going to be Ranger Stop in November. Mm. Nice. I mean, you'll be right there. I will absolutely. I'll be right there, and I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, it'll be fun to see uh, the other Power Ranger convention that everybody talks about that isn't Power Morphicon. I'll be in the thick of it down there in Florida. It'll be fun. I don't know what the rest of my year is going to look like, to be honest. Uh, I'm going to try and go to uh, G-Fest in Chicago. That's in July. Uh, I'm going to try to hit that up with... uh, james from mostly speaking sentai uh so uh, i'm also definitely a big godzilla fan and we've covered g fest on the show before uh so i would love to go to that again and also there's a halo outpost event in august and i'm a big halo fan i would love to experience that that's also locally here in chicago i'm keeping my options to chicago for right now because i don't know what the rest of the year is going to bring that halo thing is a tour and it's actually also going to be in orlando and i was thinking about checking that out too oh my god (laughs) (laughs) so there you go (laughs) you just reminded me i'm not going to any conventions all right except maybe ranger stop that might work out for me i'm not sure yet what so maybe I'll see you there, Zach. I don't know. Whoa, you, okay, you guys cannot do this without me. <laughs> well, hey, you got till November. I'll let you know if it ends up happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't mean like, oh, you guys. No, I mean like, God, I, I, I need to make that work. The exasperated of like. I have this on my plate now. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> like, oh no, money and stuff think of it this way i should be in my new place by then so you'd have a free place to stay yeah (sighs) unless of course i end up staying on site i don't know is it still in orlando or is it not in orlando orlando okay so maybe i'll just stay in the park at universal studios and i'll just make it a double trip (laughs) it's the uh, windham orlando windham Orlando. Okay, we we can figure this out later. But yeah. okay, if AP goes, then I'm definitely going to have to go somehow. Okay, so we're all gonna meet at the three broomsticks in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. <laughs> First round of butterbeers on me. I'll be the one wearing the Hufflepuff scarf. I'll be wearing my Ravenclaw tie. I'll be looking up things to wear for <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> 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 I need to know what the hell they just said. So wait, wait, cool. wait! You don't know anything about Harry Potter? I've watched some of the movies, and I've never read the books. I know Hufflepuff and Snickle Snack and all that stuff. So <laughs> I am personally insulted right now. Snickle Snack. <laughs> I am personally insulted. No, it's it's Hufflepuff Ravenclaw. Sniggle snack (laughs) (laughs) and and Dumbledore he's his own house I don't know you guys (laughs) 
It's Hufflepuff, here. it's Raven, it's Hufflepuff, it's Gryffindor, it's Snicklesnack, and Dumbledore. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's... <laughs> oh yeah, Gr- Gryffindor, that's that's a thing. <laughs> oh boy. Um. All right, we're going on to general questions. I believe it's your turn. Sean at my name is Sean said without getting too personal what do you guys do during your day-to-day outside of podcasting a day in the life I work five days a week full-time 40 hours so do I I recently quit my job full-time because I'm focusing on getting my house together in order to move and then I have to find a new job outside of podcasting I in my whatever else free time I have, uh, I work on personal design projects and, and freelance Saturdays and Sundays. I try to spend as much time with Teresa as possible. Everyone should be thankful to her because with her schedule, I'm able to do this podcast and with her patience and all of that. So everyone should really be thanking her uh, mm-hmm. for me being able to do this. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds kind of boring, but I try to hang out with friends when I can. But week in and week out, it's pretty much just work, eat, sleep, go back to work for five days a week. Yeah. You said without getting too personal, I don't know how much more to generalize that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've got a full-time 40-hour week we're, job. We're, we're normal humans just <laughs> like you. We put our pants on one leg at a time. <laughs> I just work I all just, week. I Why jump watching? right into my pants. You jump into your pants. <laughs> so I just work all week, five days a week, full-time job. Sometimes I watch Netflix. Sometimes I watch Hulu. Sometimes I do other stuff. Honestly, I'm a very boring person. I sound a lot more fun online. You are fun, AP. I don't know. We're going to have a blast on Orlando, maybe. Yes. <laughs> But no, I do a lot of work. I do a lot of work. My job's like a special kind of stressful. Um, Mm, Amen to that. Sometimes I get to do fun work things, and it doesn't feel like work. So that's cool. That is cool. So mainly I just work a lot. I do some fun stuff every now and then. Like I go to the beach and like do like fun vacation-y stuff. And by beach, I mean, like, the Delaware beaches, because you can drive the entire state in, like, an hour and a half and get to the beach, and it's, like, a whole nother world, and it's awesome. I don't really do much. Sorry, I'm not more interesting. (laughs) I think you're very interesting. But, again, we all have, uh, I mean, we have jobs, we have things going in our lives, and then if we want to do something outside of that, it's either, for me, it's, like, podcasting, because... That is my creative energy outside of work. Video games, catching up on shows, and it changes. It changes weekend to weekend. It changes different nights. So I don't know what else Sean wanted from that question, but yeah. but we'll move on. Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam said, build your ideal fast food meal. One entree, one side, one beverage, one dessert, unlimited condiments, but only from one place. National chains only. Mine is a Five Guys Double Burger, McDonald's French Fries, McDonald's Coke, Dairy Queen Blizzard Oreo, and Chick-fil-A condiments. All right. I got it. Uh, so my entree would be from uh, Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's. They're a mushroom Swiss burger. I love that burger. It's amazing. It's delicious. Uh, for a side, got to go with the McDonald's fries. They're the best fries in the business, period. End of story. 
for a beverage, uh, I'd go with an A&W root beer. I love A&W root beer. Uh, I'm glad there's an A&W restaurant right down the road for me. Sad that I will be leaving it, but that's fine. Uh, and for dessert, uh, yeah, got to go with Dairy Queen. I would go with a Dilly Bar from Dairy Queen. Uh, I've loved Dilly Ooh. Bars ever since I was a toddler, pretty much. Uh, and as far as condiments are concerned, I want that Szechuan sauce. <laughs> nice. <laughs> One entree, I would go with a Cadoba burrito. Oh. They now have Impossible so actually this past weekend i tried the impossible burrito it tasted just like ground beef i'm not even kidding wow it was fantastic i've been wanting to try it if you have a chance definitely try it so i would do Cadoba impossible burrito one side chili from wendy's oh. no onions one beverage i would do portillo's chocolate shake Oh, dear. That's not national, Eric. Yeah, yeah they, they are national. They are. Stores in Florida, Arizona, California. California. I wouldn't yep. count that as national, though. They're national. They're just they national. ship nationally. They do True. Ship nationally. Okay, I'll give you that one. I'll okay. give you that one. All right. And then dessert, uh, even though the Portillo shake is, is kind of like a dessert in itself, I would actually go with, ooh, a dream bar from pot bellies is that national yeah God, it's <laughs> or is it regional i feel like we are confusing regional and national oh god i'm just getting technical here okay just i'm just saying Fine, then i'll do I'm just uh, saying. i'll do a dq blizzard with reese's pieces that's a good as one. my dessert okay and then unlimited condiments i have to go with josh the chick-fil-a condiments are really good yeah okay so mine uh one entree would definitely be an arby's roast beef sandwich yeah they're pretty okay. good my one side would probably be i'm gonna say the arby's curly fries they're mm. fantastic beverage would have to be a orange coke zero from like one of those those um, machine things. There's like Coke freestyle machines at like Wendy's or something. Yeah. So I'm going to say the Orange Coke Zero. They've got that like everywhere with the Coke freestyle machine. One dessert. That is a little bit more complicated. I am going to go with probably the Dairy Queen Oreo Blizzard. I feel like that's a classic. It's, it's pretty good. It's good. Either that or the cookie dough one. Oh. Depending on how I'm feeling, I'm going to cheat and I'm going to pick two technically, but Dairy Queen Blizzard. Nice. And then condiments, I'm going to say Chick-fil-A condiments as well, because nothing can beat that Chick-fil-A sauce. It is pretty good. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, Juan Carlos Sanchez at Orange SPD Ranger asks, favorite food that you love and what food you dislike? For me, favorite food is sushi. Can't get enough sushi. Uh, and the food I dislike Gosh, there's so much I don't like. Stuffed peppers, stuffed cabbage. Not a fan uh, of those. Yeah, yeah. My, my mom and grandma love those, and I'm just stuffed like... Stuffed stuff. This you don't like stuffed <laughs> stuff? The only stuffed stuff I like is stuffed crust pizza. Oh, there you go. I'm going to have to go with Zach on the sushi front. If I were to pick something different, it would be a nice Lou Malnati's pizza. Mm, yeah. And mm. food I dislike, I hate Brussels sprouts with oh, the passion of a God. thousand sons. I, I hate them. I'm sorry. I used to say the same thing. 
But then I started eating roasted Brussels sprouts with, like, bacon. <laughs> and uh, that is the best thing ever. Like, roasted Brussels sprouts, just a little bit of salt, maybe a little bit of garlic powder, and bacon. Just, I mean, bacon uh, makes everything better. I love well, bacon. Yeah. Just roasted Brussels sprouts, though, man. They're good. You know what? I'll do, uh, I'll do roasted Brussels sprouts with bacon. Hold the Brussels sprouts. okay um my favorite food that i love is the brussels sprouts right (laughs) but that's not my favorite food my favorite food would probably have to be just like french fries they have to be like a little like just a little bit overdone like a little golden i don't like them all floppy and stuff they gotta have a little bit of salt on them but just french fries yeah french fries are really good and food I dislike, lobster. Oh. Really? I cannot stand lobster. Wow. I, I love seafood. I would eat a lobster, no problem. I love seafood, but I do cannot stand lobster. Interesting. Yeah. Not even like a like a lobster bisque or something oh, like that? Oh, I love lobster bisque. I think it's too sweet, and I don't like the taste. Oh. That's interesting. Okay. You learn something new every day. Yeah. yeah. All right, so mark you down for we're not going to Red Lobster for dinner when we hang out at our <laughs> oh, at, uh, Yeah, they got at, some uh, pretty good shrimp there, so. <laughs> <laughs> Just Fair because place. it has the name Lobster in the restaurant, I mean, there's still other stuff. <laughs> those I, Cheddar Bay Biscuits, my God. Oh, my God, those Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Uh, anyway. Okay, moving on. <laughs> it's a lot of food questions it is. tonight. And this I'm, is all my fault. I'm so sorry. And I have, I have not... <laughs> ate anything yet so daryl j delphin at daryl j delphin said if you were a five course meal what would you be and why i kind of feel that was what josh's one was but if i were a five course meal uh i don't know it's too much brain power to think about i want to get like kind of fancy though okay go for it i'm going to take this as seriously as i possibly can and I'm not going to go actual five courses because I'm not that fancy and I don't know the rules for that. I'm just going to choose five dishes. Okay. And it's going to be like a nice like short rib. I would just be a nice short rib. Um, <laughs> that's your new nickname. For multiple reasons. I'm a little fancy. People think I'm a little fancy, but realistically, I'm not. I mean, yeah, I, I can't. And also, I'm just not that tall. Like in real life. That, that's what I was getting that's, at. Yeah, I think that's that's the joke. I know that is the joke, and I'm going with it because that's that's my reasoning. Hey, you know what? Lean into it. It's that's... you know what? I quit this. I quit this answer. I'm not going further than this. <laughs> five courses. Yeah, Wait, can it just be five courses of short ribs, just in different flavors? Yeah. Can you flavor short ribs? Oh, I'm sure you could. Marinades and sauces and glazes yeah. and rubs and oh. Yeah, I'm hungry now, and I just had dinner before we start. All right, if I were five, <laughs> if I were a five course meal, the appetizer would be a uh, Caesar salad. Why? The huh? That, that's the salad why? course. What would you be in why? Oh, f- I have to do the why part. That's why I had to quickly come up with an uh, answer for why I said short rib. God. I regretted it instantly. God, I don't, <laughs> this is going to drag out forever. Can we um, skip this question? Sorry, Daryl, but I can't think this Daryl, I think, I think the short answer would be we would all just be our favorite foods of each of the courses of a five-course meal, right? 
My my soup, I would be the chicken gnocchi soup from Olive Garden because that soup is amazing. And my salad amazing. would be a Caesar salad. My appetizer would be you're uh, spicy. fried cheese curds because I'm cheesy and fried cheese curds are amazing. My oh. main course would be a, just a big juicy steak because you're a big juicy steak. I am a, man, I'm a big juicy hunk of a man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> and I don't know what that accent was. We're going to move past it. It's fine. Um, my dessert would be something sweet because I'm sweet. And there you go. There's the five course meal answer right there. Okay. So my five course meal, short I would rib. be <laughs> short rib. I'm sure. No, but seriously, I don't know. I'm not, I'm sorry. I can't answer this. I just, okay, I just cool. can't, can't do it. We've been stumped. And, all right. And then uh, Siri Jenkins at the almighty underscore CRJ. What are the most tokusatsu places you've been? I don't know what this question is. I've been to Japan. That that's, you the most, you, that's the most tokusatsu yes. place. That's the most toku place I've ever been. I was maybe half a mile away from the Decker Ranger bridge or, or that one bridge where every Sentai team poses on. Yeah. That's the most toku place I've been. Cool. Tyler Waldman at RSF asks, what summer movies are you guys excited for? I'm excited for Godzilla, Godzilla on Friday. That's going to be great. I'm excited for Spider-Man. I'm mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. marginally excited for the quote-unquote live-action remake of The Lion King. That's about it. I want to go see Booksmart because it just seems like a nice mm. movie. It's getting good reviews. I know. It just seems like a really cool movie, and I probably won't go see it because mm-hmm. I don't think any theaters near me are showing it. Mm. Yeah, so that, um, Spider-Man. I'm like super excited for Spider-Man. Honestly, that's about it. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Spider-Man, also Godzilla. Uh, those are two definites. I also want to see Brightburn. Uh, my brother saw it over the weekend, uh, said it was pretty good. Um, I kind of like that dark horror take on Superman. Uh, so I definitely want to give that a shot. I'm sure there's others I'm forgetting. Oh, Men in I'm Black. interested in... Oh, Men in Black International. Oh, oh yeah, Men in Black that International. One. That'll be a good one. Yeah. Uh, I do want to see X-Men Dark Phoenix. Mm. I'm a fan of the X-Men franchise, so I want to see that, and that's it. I also want to see Detective Pikachu at some point. I saw it. It's great. Our friend James McCollum at Marshland Media at Mostly Speaking Sentai, he said, I got this friend, let's call him Derek, He's proud owner of a dope URL, patreon.com slash rangercommandph, but it's like he doesn't even know how dope of a URL it is. How can I convey to Derek and other people how important that URL is? Well, you just got to go, if you are a listener of this show and you want to go above and beyond and help support us for as little as $1, you can help support ranger command power hour get your name on the website and we'll thank you if you're on five dollars we'll read your name every episode and there's other perks so definitely check out that patreon.com slash ranger command ph but you know an even doper url is our main website at rangercommand.com because you can listen Mm -hmm. to literally hours and days of podcasting material about yeah. Power Rangers. And one more question. What's your favorite rap album? Do you guys have a favorite rap album? Um, if not, I have an answer. Rap isn't a genre I'm terribly familiar with, but I do like a lot of the old school rap, like Snoop and Dre and 
those guys from like the early nineties, mm-hmm. like the first generation of what really is like old school hip hop. Oh, for sure. I'm with you, Zach. I like the early nineties rap and, and hip hop. How about you, AP? I'm trying to think of the actual album, but I can't think of it. Like, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I kind of like Pitbull. There's nothing wrong with liking what you like. I kind of like Pitbull a little bit. Yeah. Why not? He's fun. And I like older Kanye West, like back before Kanye was like this current (laughs) Kanye. I did really like him. I I mean, not really like him, but I enjoyed his music, you know? I, I did. And my favorite rap album is one done by James. And I think that's how he circled back to this because he's coming out with his rap name is Marshland Monster. He's got a new Godzilla themed rap album coming out called King Kaiser X. And if it's not out now, it soon will be. And we'll feature him on an upcoming episode whenever we get back to this because he actually has some good things to say about Super Ninja Steel. And we'll discuss that season somehow. So we'll have him on the show again, but definitely check out his stuff when it comes out. It's King Kaiser X. It's probably the only rap album I know of that's Godzilla themed. So check that out when it comes out. Yes. Interesting. And this has been going on for quite some time. So we're ending on a high note, but we're not ending. This is just a break. We're hitting the pause button. Again, we will be back sometime in July, hopefully, with all new stuff for Ranger Command. Any other parting Mm -hmm. thoughts you guys want to leave before we wrap this up? I love you guys. Don't forget me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can follow us all on social media. But if you don't follow me on social media, don't forget me. Why is your voice fading away? Because I'm being forgotten. No. You will never be forgotten, AP. <laughs> we will sustain your life, just the two of us. We, we'll just always remember AP. Thank you. That warms my Plus heart. we have a group chat, so come on. <laughs> we We do. We do. <laughs> Zach, any parting thoughts for our listeners before the hiatus? It's always a joy to do this show, and it's always a joy to interact with the fans on Twitter. So even though uh, you won't be hearing me as often over the summer as normally you would, uh, please stop by Twitter, say hi, tell me something, engage in conversation. I'm going to be very, very lonely when I move to Florida. I am going to know absolutely no one. Uh, and so I will be basically a shut-in. So please engage in conversation with me. I need attention to live. Okay. <laughs> Don't forget Zach. Don't forget Zach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you to all of our listeners, both uh, new and old if you are new to the podcast, uh, please definitely check out some of our past content. Uh, we'll link it on our website. Our website is the best place to find everything Ranger Command Power Hour. AP's on Twitter at Secret Ranger Fan. Zach's on Twitter at Zach Lavoie. I'm on Twitter at TrekkieB47. Twitter is mostly our all main stuff. Uh, so follow us on there. Definitely talk with us, at us. If you like Ranger Command, uh, check us out on Twitter at Ranger Command PH. 
on Instagram and Facebook at Ranger Command Power Hour, all one word. We will be posting content, I promise, during our podcast hiatus, but we're not going away. And when we come back, we're going to come back strong. This is still our fifth anniversary year. We're going to kill it the best way we know how, and that's giving you guys some awesome stuff to listen to on your commutes, on your jogs, on your exercise, whatever you do. And we love hearing what you guys think. If you could rate us, we have links to our Apple Podcasts. We also have Podchaser, which is another podcast rating app. If you like the show and you haven't given us a review, please give us a review. If you can make it five stars, that's awesome. If we deserve it, that helps spread the word. That helps get more listeners and we can keep coming at you guys with more great content. So like I said, we're not going anywhere. We're just hitting the pause button. So mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm just going to like on a serious yeah. note, I'm going to agree with everything you just said, Eric, and also just reiterate, it's a great time. I'm going to miss doing this for a whole month. I'm just going to miss like podcasting with you guys, but also it's a great time. All of our listeners to kind of just check out our, um, our archive. Yeah, check out our archives. Catch up on some old episodes you might have missed. Relive your favorite ones. It's a good time to just kind of like look back on the other stuff we've done. And um, I appreciate, just appreciate everyone. Yeah, absolutely. I would say also if you need a Sentai Toku Power Ranger fix, like check out some of our sister shows. Maybe something you wouldn't have listened to uh, because you had us. Check out Mostly Speaking Sentai. Check out Ranger Danger podcast. They're about to celebrate 500 episodes as a podcast, and they've been doing it slightly longer than us. The amount of content that they're able to crank out is incredible, and it's all good. So for them to hit 500 in the same amount of time we're about to hit 200, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. And it's also the podcast that when I tell my family... I do a Power Rangers podcast, and they Google Power Rangers podcast. They ask me if I'm oh on Ranger God. Danger. So. <laughs> Which means I need to improve my SEO for this podcast. <laughs> Sweet. And yeah, check out Toku Ladies Pod as well. They've got some really great content. Yeah, mostly speaking Sentai. They've been really good for us. For other stuff, I'd say check out our good pals and sometimes guest co-hosts on the, the Walloping Web Snappers. Yes, Walloping Web Snappers. Spider-Man podcast. Two of our most favorite guest co-hosts. Yes, Derek and Doug. Yes. And they are kicking butt on that podcast. If you like Spider-Man and specifically animated Spider-Man, uh, they are definitely the show uh, to go to and listen to. If you're into Pokemon, check out Doug's other podcast with Kyle uh, that is Victory, Victory Road, Road, a Pokemon podcast. It's part of the <laughs> Four-Eyed Radio Network. And you can check out other great shows also on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. We've got links to all this stuff on our website. All mm-hmm. of our guest co-hosts, check out all of their content. All of our Ranger Nation spotlight people that we've had on over the years, check out their stuff. Again, Our website's very organized. You can find everything is tagged. So all of our Ranger reviews are tagged. All of our commentaries are tagged. 
So whatever you're in the flavor for listening to, it's it's all there. Yeah. And I really need to end this because I have to edit this in less than two days. So <laughs> go me. But after this, I can be free a little bit. And that's not to say I, I don't like doing this. It's just I, I have other life stuff I need to take care of. And yep, we this all is do. my last hurdle before... I settle into a new place. So mm-hmm. check out the show. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to everyone who submitted a question for our ask us anything. We kind of do these like as a yearly thing and I really enjoy it. I really enjoy answering these different questions. Yeah. All right. I don't, I don't want to go. <laughs> Ma- Ma- oh, he always says that Mr. Stark. I'm not feeling so well. Oh no, wow. Too soon. Hey, snapback. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I, I never know how to end these. So we, we'll be back in yeah. July. Five years. We don't know how to end these. So bye. bye, everybody. Until next time. Sorry, I tried to snap. It wasn't happening. Okay. We're now a beatnik poetry <laughs> session with it. Beatnik podcast. It's not happening. Marcus. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam said, build your idea. F- ah, why can't we speak tonight? Man, I'm going to have so much editing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, um, it's all right. So Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam said, build your ideal fast food meal. Ah, ah, build your idea. Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam said, build your ideal fast food meal. Why is that so hard? I don't know. I keep getting like... Is it, is it the question? Is it the question mark? I'll change it to a period. Here. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. All right. So... <laughs> so dumb. I'm so sorry. Um, so Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam said, build your ideal fat... Why can't I do this? Can someone else do this question? Like, I, I, I swear. I got like, it. I right. That is a whole blooper I'm saving. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> now I'm laughing. Hang on. All right. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at Ranger Command PH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Ranger Command Power Hour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash Ranger Command PH to learn more. Thanks for listening. <laughs>